Welcome back to the 3ND Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Genus, and I'm back with Zachary Genus and Brendan Murphy. Howdy ho! Hi, ho! <laughs> well, okay, on this episode, we're going to be discussing the NBA schedule, uh, the schedule for the 2018-2019 season, the biggest games and the biggest names and the best matchups. Uh, we're going to talk about Christmas a little bit, and maybe at the end we'll talk about um, how the how we think the schedule could be adjusted or changed. Well, I wanted to start out by asking what you guys think is the biggest game, but I'm pretty sure everyone will involve LeBron's uh, new look, new look Showtime Lakers. So let's start with this. That's question. actually incorrect. Oh, well, we're going to start with the Lakers question anyways. Um, what's the most interesting matchup to you guys? Uh, biggest regular season game that you want to see? Uh, for the Los Angeles. Uh, for me? Oh, well, never mind. Now I got to change my answer. <laughs> but uh, I'm going to say uh, I really think it's LA versus um, Golden State. I think that matchup is not only a, you know, a recount of past amazing games, but also a current amazing games. You know, if you just say Cleveland, I mean, that's just that's just him going back home, you know, but Seeing him play Golden State is actually a competitive and entertaining matchup. Um, would you really say that? Would you really call the last few LeBron versus Warriors games super competitive? Yeah, I would. Yeah. Why? Brandon. <laughs> they got swept. Yeah. That's just J.R. Smith's fault, though. Okay. okay. That is true. They, that is true. They, they did compete in the first. Of the of four games. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. Well, I, I, I wouldn't say the Warriors just because I feel like we're not going to see Cousins that much. So even though the Lakers and the Lakers and Warriors play four times this year. Wait, so who would you say? The most interesting one to me would probably be Lakers Celtics. Because you still have the whole. Uh, for me. For me, it'd be Raptors Spurs, but. I digress. Well, we're not. We're just talking about Lakers right now, Brendan. Um, but I would go Lakers Celtics because when you're talking head to head, you have uh, the Lakers young stars versus the or the Lakers up and comers, uh, Lonzo, Brandon Ingram versus the Celtics up and comers with uh, Jalen Brown and uh, Jason Tatum. You still have the LeBron Kyrie dynamic. Um, you know, father son thing, as Brendan would point out, and that's right. Um, it's it's an age old rivalry that, in theory, in the next couple of years, should be back to both of these teams could be near the top of the league. So to me, it's um, it's like the restoration of order. But that's just me talking as a Lakers fan, partially. What which team are you excited to see LeBron play, Zach, with the Lakers? Um. I guess the Thunder, because... What? And here's why. They're the only team... I mean, like, in a world where the Warriors just go down, like, they get injured or something, the the Thunder are the team that I can see posing a threat to the Lakers... In the playoffs, uh, 
in the West. You don't see the Rockets, um, so so you think? Oh, Lakers oh, are... hold up. Maybe the Rockets. It's the Thunder or the Rockets? Because I forgot. Uh, actually, forgot about the Rockets. Maybe because they were so like. Well, actually, they weren't bad, but um, they did pick up Melo too. So yeah, maybe the Rockets too. I'm thinking more about the playoffs. Oh, all right. So because the Lakers will be a playoff team now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some. Oh, let's let's clear that up right now. You guys, we're all in agreement that the Lakers are making the playoffs. Some people are talking like they won't, but do you guys think there's any chance the Lakers would miss the playoffs? The no, playoffs? there's no there's there's no chance. No, nope. there's no chance. There's no chance they're below a fifth seed either. Yeah. Well, and we can get into that more uh, when we start our season previews and predictions, but. I just wanted to address that because people, I think it's ridiculous that people could say that these Lakers won't won't even make the playoff. So now that we got the Lake L.A. Braun Lakers out of the way, what game do you guys think will be the besides their LeBron's reunions and and matchups? Do you think will be the most interesting uh, based on narrative and competitiveness? It's up to me. I'd probably pick the Thunder versus Rockets. <laughs> I I've forgotten about this one, but that's actually a reunion for Melois. And if he, I think he's really going to feel like he has something to prove because as we all know, following last season, uh, his stock really went down around the league. Everyone says he can't, that putting Melo on your team makes you worse. And the thunder got better um, addition by subtraction. So not having him, um, and that's obviously I'm talking. That'd be the biggest reunion besides uh, him with the Hawks, because he did so much <laughs> for that franchise. And they seem to keep joking about it too. Yeah. Uh, in my opinion, it's the it's the Raptors Spurs uh, matchup right. just because of the the summer kind of drama with uh, the Raptors doing what they did to DeRozan. It's a similar thing, not. Not to the same extent, but a similar thing to the Durant uh, leaving the Thunder in some ways. Even and though not that, and not, not that, that it's, it's my favorite but, matchup or anything. But one other matchup just to look out for is um, the Sixers Celtics matchups with Gordon Hayward. You know, a team that we haven't even seen complete together uh, since Gordon Hayward joined. And those are obviously the two teams in the East to look out for. So oh, that's, that's true. You want to Bron's absence? Who's going to be? Yeah, no, and, you, and when you think about, over. when you think about it, uh, the Celtics, that's actually that should actually scare Sixers fans a lot because their rookie, uh, right on schedule, is injured, so they didn't really get much better this off season. However, the Celtics got better simply by by being healthier. They and they beat the Celtics or the Sixers pretty handily in the playoffs without Kyrie or Gordon Hayward. So maybe this gap between those two teams isn't as quite as close as we thought, we or one might think going into this season. But I want to talk about that Raptors Spurs matchup uh, a little more. Um, do you guys think that the matchup holds the same weight if Kawhi is not playing? No, not no. even close. No. The whole idea is, you know, who who won the trade, and I think you can case for either side right now. So. Um, and who do you, th- we obviously know that DeRozan will get cheered when he goes to, 
to Toronto because yeah, unlike the Durant situation, it wasn't his choice. He got stabbed in the back. Kawhi may or may not be cheered. I don't know how San Antonio rolls. Yeah, I, I'm I'm betting on Bood personally. I don't think that I think the way he handled this summer with all the smoke and mirrors and the reports from that mysterious uncle um, drew a lot of animosity from that fan base. Zach, uh, last you got you're the tiebreaker here, uh, or maybe what do you got? Boot or boot or cheered? Oh, you said Kawhi? Yeah, in San Antonio. Um, I'd say probably cheered. You think he's gonna be cheered? Yeah, it would be why indifferent. That. Why were they booing? Because of the way he he sort of. Oh, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Might be indifferent. That's true also. They all put on their uh, Tim Duncan, do their best Tim Duncan impersonation. I mean, actually, when you think about it, they are, at least the ones who go to the games, it's probably going to be booed. Yeah. I don't know, because he did make that statement thanking the San Antonio fans, but it felt so, you know, forced. It didn't feel like it was organic at yeah, it's it's. And it's yeah. Did he even? I don't know. I have. Was it just a like a tweet or something, or did he actually make a statement? No, no, he actually made a statement, and they uh, noticed that he hadn't said a word about uh, the Raptors or wanting to stay. When I was in Toronto last week, actually got some uh, insider information, and um, <laughs> while I was there, I read the newspaper, and the headline was talking about how he has not even mentioned a word about Toronto, hasn't even said Toronto, and um, hasn't spoken to Kyle Lowry, the premier player currently on the Raptors, you know, barring himself. Kawhi, obviously. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, See, this is why you listen to the 3ND podcast. We have insider information straight from the newspaper. So the biggest day of the regular season now, it's sort of become the NBA's uh, showcase day, uh, Christmas. On Christmas Day, we have marquee matchups each year. Um, and this year is no different. We have the Knicks. We start the day out with the Knicks and the Bucks. Then we go to the Thunder and Rockets. Uh, then we have Sixers, Celtics, Lakers, Warriors, and Blazers, Jazz. The Jazz getting their first um, Christmas Day game in a long time. Uh, trivia, NBA trivia here. Do you guys know the only team? There might be two, but off the top of my head, I can think. Can you guys name a team that has never played on Christmas Day? No, I cannot. The Detroit Pistons. Um, I believe they have, but the Kings have never played on Christmas Day. I know that I know the Pistons have actually. The Kings have never played on Christmas Day. But um Andres would be sad. Yeah. But um Is that because they're bad? Yes. And new it for an NBA team. But mostly just because they're bad. Um, so which of these games are you guys most excited to watch? I'm gonna say I'm ridiculous. Um, probably the Sixers, probably the Sixers Celtics, just because of like what I was saying earlier about them wanting wanting to see who takes over the East. Now that uh, 
LeBron is gone? Uh, I really don't think there's any um, competition there, honestly. I think we love to see uh, finals matchups, and although it's not a finals matchup, the uh, Sixers and the Celtics is an Eastern Conference finals matchup that is coming up. Um, and I think you look across the board there, um, it's interesting because the Sixers, actually their strengths are coming from small forward and center, or point guard, I guess, if Ben Simmons is a point guard. But if you want to consider him a small forward, those are um, two areas that the Celtics aren't lacking in, but maybe aren't their stars. Um, I think they're going to put Gordon Hayward at the two. Oh, so okay. you you're going to see okay. probably um, if you're going to play Jason Tatum at the three. So you're going to see Kyrie and Gordon Hayward um, playing the one and two, and then you're going to see uh, Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid probably playing the three and the five. So it's just nice matchups across the board. Um, you're probably going to see a lot of offense and not a lot of defense. And although that's not necessarily the best way to play basketball, it's pretty fun to watch. So that would be exciting and maybe a preview for the Eastern Conference Finals this year. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I think I'd agree that it's probably the best, most competitive and uh, most important matchup. They'll be that game will actually have playoff implications most likely because I they'll be duking it out for the top spot in the Eastern Conference, um, even in the regular season. And uh, I forgot to mention earlier that Sixers do have one secret weapon, one guy that wasn't playing uh, in the their playoff matchup, and that's Markel Fultz, who is a big question mark, no question. Um, but <laughs> uh, he if he develops and we see the same Markel Fultz that got him to be the number one pick, then all of a sudden the Sixers have this sort of James Harden-like player um, comparable to Harden's role on the uh, original Big Three Thunder. Uh, Zach, mm. would you would you say, why is this uh, Celtics-Sixers matchup intriguing to you? If we're just talking about which why. I love to watch Golden State play. I don't know how it's here with Cousins or how much he's even going to play at that point. But um, I love to watch Stephen Curry play. So I'll probably end up watching that game the others on Christmas Day if I watch any. So last topic of discussion here for the day. Um, the NBA has, in recent years especially, become uh, been made aware of the fact that players and coaches are not satisfied with how often the players are playing. They say it's bad for health. And that's, I think that's part of the reason and the fact players need to rest more. Um, so I think that's part of the reason that players, uh, the regular season matters less because players know that what's more important is being healthy come playoff time. And coming down the home stretch, so they'll be willing to sit out. Games. So they can get the chip. Yeah, and play. They they want to play play less so that they can play more when it matters. So if it were up to you guys, what would you do to uh, adjust the schedule? Would you say just have less games, um, um, a longer season? Perhaps, uh, maybe another All Star, maybe maybe one more break somewhere in the middle, like All Star Weekend. Um, yeah, I want. When you were saying a longer season, did you mean a long with the same eighty-two schedule? Yeah, um, more fewer, the same amount of games, but more spread out. Yeah, um, I think if I, I don't really think we need a chance 
Um, if if we were to have a, definitely be that direction rather than the games thing. I just I don't know, but there's just something about me that see. It was really exciting when the Warriors were three and nine, and when you know, th- like all the streaks and all that stuff, all the records would all be. It wouldn't be the same uh, um, right. if we changed the number of a season. I think that's an interesting point, Zach. Um, if we had less games in the regular season, then a lot of the records, career records that we use to compare players, would become irrelevant almost. Um, no one would. It'd be impossible to catch <laughs> Kareem. We'd have. We probably wouldn't have another thirty. Po- it would be very difficult to imagine another 30,000-point scorer. But at the same time, you could argue that players will play longer if they have a, a 10 or 15, even 10 or 15 games less in a season. Um, to me, I think I don't think we should make a change just because longer a longer season means a shorter offseason. And I think everyone, the players already don't get as much time as they'd probably desire between seasons. But um, if we were to cut games, uh, part of what makes the NBA so fun is that every team plays each other on their home court. So you can't have, you can't cut interconference playing uh, twice each year, but I think we should cut down on the, or the league, if they were to cut games, would I'd say cut down on the ratings games. I understand that the league is a business. Um, that's what I'm calling them, the ratings games. But I understand that the league is a business and they have to make money. But should the Thunder and the Warriors, who aren't in the same division, be playing four times a year? I don't think so. Um, well, for me, uh, honestly, with the records, my, my dad and I was talking about this earlier today. Uh, with baseball, the greatest records of all times are like winning 70% of your games where you're not even winning that many games. But when you play that many and they're having size, it's like when you flip a coin. Eventually, that ratio is going to get more finite and it's going to be less skewed. And I think for basketball, it's good for seating purposes and entertainment for teams to have ridiculously good and bad records. So I think you don't want to add any more games because you would hurt um, the ability to have these you know, 10-win I mean, 10 lost seasons that are so incredible. Yeah, you definitely don't want to add games because that, I don't think any, I don't know, I think anybody really wants to add games. But um, would you be in favor of, would you be in favor of less games, Brendan? Almost. I would say almost so, almost so, yeah. I think if you shaved it down about 70. Um, not that I would want any West basketball, but to be fair, I don't watch all the games anyway. Um, and I'd probably still end up watching the same amount if there were 70. I think the good thing where it stands now is that everybody plays everybody at least. But um, I think divisions are silly. I, I think it should be if you're in the East, you should play East teams four times, and you should play the West teams twice, and it should be that way for everyone. Um, but... I believe that if you shave it down, the games mean a little more and you're going to get more interesting records where at the end of the season, teams are really competing to get that seeding spot. 
uh, as it stands right now, I mean, one and eight and two and seven, it's really not a big difference, especially not in the West where everybody's really good. So I think you really want to valuable, uh, make more valuable uh, games, especially late in the season. Yeah, that's an interesting solution. Uh, the uh, four and two there, because I just did the math. That's 70 games in a season, which would be more reasonable and it would decrease the amount of back-to-backs or three and fours or four and fives even that players. Uh, and it makes sense. It, it gives you a reason to have a conference or else you could just put all 30 teams together. Well, I just thought of this. Uh, I thought the last sec- segment would be the last one, but um, the previous segment would be the last one, but I just thought of this question. Quick answers, guys. Two sentences. Who would you all pick if you could watch one team all 82 games, who would you pick this season? And you can't choose your current favorite team. Brendan? Oh, well, I guess two sentences. The Lakers. That's my answer right there. Um, and I think it's not really a question in my mind. LeBron James, to me, is the most fun player to watch that I've ever seen. And I never got to watch in a Jordan or anybody like that. So LeBron is really the guy that I've gotten to watch. And he's the one guy that I can support no matter what team he's on, and I can always enjoy watching him no matter who he's playing or who he's playing with. Um, his game just is so fun to watch and is such an um, inspiration for basketball players because he is truly That's the curator of the sport. Uh, Zach, oh. yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with Golden State Warriors because... But that's your team. That is not my team. My team. No, he's a Heat fan. But, his favorite but, player is Stephen Curry. But Steph Curry is on the Golden State Warriors. So. <laughs> well, I I'm think, of the I week. think it, you've made it pretty clear why you'd want to watch the Warriors. Um, besides the Lakers, I would have to pick the Thunder. Russell Westbrook is to me the most exciting and explosive player to watch, uh, not name LeBron James. And I really feel like that team will be much more competitive this year. Uh, and the it's part of the reason they're interesting to watch is because you don't, they're not quite as, they're not nearly as dominant as the Warriors. So you're going to see ups and downs, highs and lows. And it'll be interesting to watch and see if any drama unfolds this season without Carmelo in the lineup. Well, that's it for the seventh episode of the 3 and D podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, first and foremost, I want to give credit to Hazy Designs for the thumbnail. As usual, he did a great job and uh, we're, he's really great to work with. His prices are fair, so if you're interested in getting thumbnails made for any projects you might have, I would give him a, I'd give him a, a DM him on Twitter and his link will be in the description. As far as new content goes, I know it's been a while since we posted, but I've been hard at work on our first scripted video about super teams. Hopefully I'll be able to get that up this week. It is taking a lot longer than I expected to edit, but when it goes up, I feel like you guys will really enjoy it and it'll be quality content. So hopefully you'll see that soon. Last thing, please let me know how you feel about the new sound setup. We recorded through Discord this time, and I used a program called Audacity to try and enhance our voices a bit. So we sound a bit more even and a bit more clear. Um, There's some 
there is some noise in the background and a little more audio cutting because of connection issues but hopefully that uh will be solved next time we do this um and i think that covers everything i wanted to say so thank you so much for listening let us know down in the comment section what your favorite matchup is i know we missed the celtics warriors matchup that i actually used for the thumbnail of this video that'll be a great game whenever we see it again seeing both of those teams fully healthy hopefully uh finals preview but i'm gonna sign out adios well that's it for the seventh episode of the three and d podcast i hope you guys enjoyed it um first and foremost i want to give credit to hazy designs for the thumbnail as usual he did a great job and uh we're he's really great to work with his prices are fair so if you're interested in getting thumbnails made for any projects you might have, I would give him a, I'd give him a, a DM him on Twitter, because and his link will be in the description. As far as new content goes, I know it's been a while since we posted, but I've been hard at work on our first scripted video about super teams. Hopefully, I'll be able to get that up this week. It is taking a lot longer than I expected to edit, but. When it goes up, I feel like you guys will really enjoy it and it'll be quality content. So hopefully you'll see that soon. Last thing, please let me know how you feel about the new sound setup. We recorded through Discord this time and I used a program called Audacity to try and enhance our voices a bit. So we sound a bit more even and a bit more clear. Um, there's some... There is some noise in the background and a little more audio cutting because of connection issues, but hopefully that uh, will be solved next time we do this. Um, and I think that covers everything I wanted to say, so thank you so much for listening. Let us know down in the comment section what your favorite matchup is. I know we missed the Celtics-Warriors matchup that I actually used for the thumbnail of this video. That'll be a great game whenever we see it again, seeing both of those teams fully healthy, hopefully. Uh, finals preview, but uh, I'm going to sign out. Adios.